Welcome to a Drop Tent Media Production. So today on Seriously Dad, we get serious about education. We have a good friend of mine, colleague, school counselor, uh, has worked with students of, of all types of backgrounds, and Al brings Al brings the questions. Al brings some great questions. He's got some philosophies on education, and it was cool to have two educators kind of talk about that and, and really dive into the things that the average parents thinking are. Hey, what 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 could we do different in education, and why isn't that happening? So stay tuned. Two father comedians out of Philadelphia. Seriously, Dad. Dad. Seriously, Dad. We are. We're in studio with our first non-comedian. I'm breaking stuff because I'm not in my seat. I think everybody's going to notice, and they're going to be like, "Why did Jay move? Is he being punished?" And I think so, but uh, no, uh, no. I'm I'm excited because we have uh, a guest here who is a really good friend of mine and a colleague of mine, and just a really good dude. So we have Noah Michael in this. Yeah, studio Noah Michael in the house. Tonight. What's up, Noah Michael? Thanks, oh, guys. Welcome, brother. Thanks welcome, brother. Me. So well, why don't you? Because they they don't know you as well as I do. I would love to, what, if you describe to people you meet at a party, what do you say that you do? What do I say I do at a party? They'd be like, hey, what do you when do? When was the last time you were at a party, Noah? Let's say. Last time I'm at a party? <laughs> let's define a party. Because <laughs> um, I'm partying all the time. Uh, <laughs> let's see. If I go to a party, I, I tell them that, uh, you know, um, I'm a school counselor. Nice. That's what I say. I didn't know you were going to say go. teacher, because I know you're not yeah. technically a classroom teacher, but. True. But sometimes, you know, you can you can spice it up by saying, "Oh, I'm in education." I'm in education. That's it. That's, that's, that's when that's they a, say, "Oh, that's a spectrum of I, you mean teacher." And I'm like, "Why are you trying to downplay it? It's, not <laughs> it's education." Um, no, that's true. Well, and you did you did a bunch of different. You ranged a little bit because you were emotional. You focused when I met you. I think emotional support, yeah. like the kids who couldn't like necessarily function or needed a break from normal classrooms. That's right. Cool. So, so I got a, I got a random question. That's not really random, but. Just out of curiosity, same degree for for to be a school counselor. Yeah. So no, I you have to go get your master's degree. Okay. And uh, so I got my master's in, in, in education in school counseling. So so you get education four year. It, correct. And then you go school it's, counselor four years. The, two years. It, well, I did the long plan because I'm special <laughs> myself. So it took um, <laughs> I want to say it took like five years to get that done. Okay. Um, but you know, it's just having a family or starting off yeah. having a family. It's you kind of got to do the long way versus just banging it out in a weekend. Did you know you were gonna be a teacher, like for or a counselor from like the get go, or did you know you're gonna be in education? Um, yes and no. I mean, when I first started off, I went when I was in college. Right. The the first thing that happened was I had no idea what I wanted to do, and. Um, so I, I'm a big, I love music. Okay. So heavy metal's my thing. Okay. How and heavy are we talking? Like Slayer heavy? Slayer heavy. Okay. And, and, <laughs> and, and harder than that, too. Heavy, okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. And actually, I just saw a show out in uh, Mechanicsburg, Ugly Kid Show. Do you guys remember yes, them from, yes, from yes, the yes, 90s? Yeah, yeah. And they just played last Friday, and it, or this past Friday. It was awesome. Yeah, nice. Yeah. There you go. So I hear metal but, and I don't like all I see is metal. Like I see physical it, metal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what it sounds like. I don't know. But I always hear people say they like it. So I'm like, it must be good. People who like it, people who like it really like it. Oh, yeah. If right. you're into it. Oh, yeah. you're into it. Like, yeah, you're a metalhead, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're like right. a metalhead. 
that's, I don't know how I fell into that, but that's what happens. Um, but I will say, so for me, I started my my career off well when I was in in college. They, uh, I I didn't know what I want to major in. So this professor came up to me and said, you know, you should do this program, and it was called Learning Hand in Hand, and that program basically paired up a special education student with a uh, from like a, a local magnet school that was right on campus with someone who was interested in going down the field of it. It's like role models. It was like a That's real exactly yeah, movie. Yeah, That's it. And I'm like, me? Of all people? So um, I did that for a few semesters just just to, just to have fun and and I really grew an attachment to this kid. And that's when I realized that's what I want to. Okay. Oh, that's good. It yeah. sounds like Big Brothers, Big Sisters program. You guys know it's, about this, Big Brothers? Yep. Yeah. I, you know that I tried so hard to get matched up. And I never, I never could find a match for Big Brothers, Big really? Sisters. And you're like, oh, man, I'm that. I'm that unwanted that big brothers and big sisters. Like, yeah, there's, there's others Noah out there. Yeah, we got people waiting, but there's others and, yeah, out there. There's, like, there's others there's waiting like others, too. Okay, like, yeah. No, but that's yeah. cool. So that's, uh, yeah. I, I think that's the most authentic way to have it happen is because I think what happens in education mm -hmm. is people think they want to be a teacher without the real experience. So I'm grateful to see that programs are out there because you need to know what you're getting. It's like being in a marriage or a relationship. Yeah. You want to like live with them or have some kind of semblance of what it's really like well, before you move in. Well, I, I think the, I, I agree. I think that um, when it comes to teacher, like educators, you know, there's, there's two people, there's two different types of people who do it. And there's two different types of outcome. There's like, I don't I, maybe one would be like an educator. Like I have a couple of teachers that teacher. I think about all the time. Educator, teacher. Yeah. I, I think about him all the time. Like, like he's passed away. He was my shop teacher, but I, I, I run his, his sayings and the shit that he taught us yeah. like once a day. Here I am like 20 some years later. And then there's people who just like showed up, like they were in the room. They collected the homework. They gave yeah. the grade, but they, there was not like there the was connection not a connection. There. Yeah, mm -hmm. and that, there's the people who come in with that connection. They're they're the people who like really change the world. You know what I mean? They're the ones who like really get it done. But the other ones are kind of like yeah. He's and cool. I and I think you know what's interesting now being on the other side of that curtain. Like I think too that every teacher has that within them. It's just not with every student. You know what I mean? Because like sometimes oh, like that teacher who for yeah. you was just, you're like- right. Yeah, it wasn't that. Just, no, it no, was that you. means that that person's <laughs> matching with another no, student. No, 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 but like that, that you just teacher. weren't, they weren't, I think sometimes teachers gravitate to the kid that they think they were. Right. Like I did a lot of, uh, we have teachers also have like duties when they're not teaching. And one of mine was, um, like a dean where you had mm -hmm. to like take the referrals. It was called discipline team. And so you get a referral from a teacher, wrote a kid up. You had then to go talk to the kid, find out their side of the story, talk to the other teacher, good, you know, uh -huh. kind of investigate a little bit. And I always realized that the t the kids I was calling in, I had a good relationship with. And when I looked at the teacher who was writing them up, mm -hmm. it was just that, not that they didn't have relationships with the kids too. Right. It's just that kid was the opposite. That might've been they the bully that they, they had in school or, and they were putting baby in a corner ah. and baby was clawing. And, and then here I am saying that other teacher is just a bad teacher doesn't but, but care. I think, but, but I think that's an honest thing. Page. But what I'm saying is I think that's honest and I think that's how most people would think about it. But my hope is that that teacher at least has some kid that they Who feel the same way about connect them. and do. But and like, I think it's tough because I have teachers like that. Now, was that college press professor for you? That was that a kind college, of teacher? college professor, like first year First or first year of but college. Did you get like? Did, did you guys have a connection? Like that was, was that your advisor or just advice? Yeah, yeah. It was someone that I was like really close to, and someone nice. that I respected. So going back to your point, like yeah, it was someone wasn't an ele elementary school teacher, but someone in college. Yeah. Um, but the the other part of the story is, 
I was I actually started going up. I was undecided and thought about going for for radio. Like that's what I wanted to do. Oh yeah, and you're in the voice. That voice, yeah, yeah. It's the uh, it's like my porn voice, but it's all the time. That's when my wife. <laughs> you don't even it. have to try. Uh, yeah. yeah, she's so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I say too. Um, but but really, like I I I was I I didn't like declare my major as um, communications. I kind of just did it undecided, and I ended up um, getting a radio show for for like four years in college, and. I loved it. It was it was a heavy metal show, and <laughs> that's cool. And I feel like at the end of it, I ended up um, just I got my my fill or my full out of it. You know, I I just felt like I, all right, I kind of did this. And how long ago was that? This was two thousand two to two thousand six. Yeah, I mean, yeah. radio was pretty saturated, right? Like, and it was college radio. Yeah. So how yeah. much? No, you had some college radio. I had a college radio station. Yeah. No, I don't think anybody listened to mine. It was like it was like over the internet too. It wasn't like oh yeah, no radio no waves. Was you know, no what I mean? like it was like yeah, nobody was. That's cool though. I think it's cool they offered that, but I don't know how much people listen. Not no, to be rude that's cool. So now, so but it's so much fun. It yeah. was so much fun. Well, Al, yeah. I know Al had a question I thought was interesting. We were talking about about the school day because mm-hmm. like, yeah. you've been at elementary, middle school, and did you ever? Experience high school. high school. I mean, seventh really isn't that different from. No, I d- I did high school, but it was an alternative school, and that was my first year out of college. Okay. So I was at, over at. Seriously. Uh, do you know um, what he says? Alternative school. Do you know what that means? Um, is that a school for maybe uh, people who graduate after a certain age or and or have been incarcerated? Uh, more or, so the latter. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. They could have been in juvie and then, uh, or the school districts have sent them out of their Because they just couldn't yeah. be in-house. Okay. Right. Oh, so, so this this actually lines up perfectly. Yeah. So you, you're the guy for this. All right. I feel like I cut you off. I apologize if I did. But my, my concept for a perfect school day um, for a youngster. So the first thing is I think school starts too early. I, th- I, think, I, think, that, I think that a young yeah. mind, like they need to sleep. I think they should get the opportunity to sleep and having them wake up early because when you get out in the real world, you're going to have to wake mm-hmm. up early. I think you're that's not a little, alone. That's a bare, that's I a hot that's topic. A little, I think right that's a little now. too heavy. That's a hot topic right now. I think that the day should start with physical activity, real physical activity, sweating, like breathing chopping hard. blocks. No, no, no. Like, 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 like license plates in the yard. No, no, like a serious world's gym class. That's an alternative school activity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like a serious gym class, like a, like a yeah. real, like the like gym you class. Be, you want a rocky gym. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. I want dudes, to be, dudes and young ladies to be like, wow, that was hard. Then I think the, I think the classes are a little too long. Mm-hmm. I don't think they should be so long. And I don't think they should be every day. Do you imagine so, a middle I, I schooler think, doing that kind of regiment? And at least we get to one o'clock before they smell. By your program, oh, they're going to read. They're going to read by, by yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Breakfast is going to stink. <laughs> but I think, and I don't think they need to be every day. Right. I think I don't think you need math at the seven or ten o'clock on Monday, Wednesday, Friday for an hour. I don't think you need that. I think you could skip a day. And I don't think the classes should be as long. And then the classes should end with uh, tech, woodshop, electronics, something like that. Where you uh, use your hands, maybe you're a little more creative, or you, you learn a skill, mm-hmm. something like that. And I think that that would be the ideal school day. That's kind. Of, I mean, that's interesting. What's your take on that? Have off on Wednesdays? Is that what you're <laughs> yeah. saying? No, no, the, the, Half no. Day you, on Wednesday? No, no, full day. Okay, but but oh, and the day wouldn't be as long though. So you wouldn't be there from eight to but two. Or eight usually to three. it's like it's either like seven, seven till two thirty okay. or or yeah. eight till. In high school, we got off at three seventeen, and you wouldn't need to be there all day long, like in 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 a classroom. I think I and I'll tell you why I think that I think the energy levels would be better. 
Um, and I think the way we learn, we don't need to sit down for an hour long and just kind of have like the way class is for the most part is kind of like lecture. Well, not, I mean, it's, I mean, that's that that so that'll be a little different now because it is a little different than that now. Like in terms, it's not a sit and get for most of the classes anymore. It is okay. a lot about good collaborative mm -hmm. activities, project, project based learning. Yep. So it is a little different than I had a I had a history teacher and we went to something called block scheduling. Have you ever heard of this? So basically you do Kinda. the opposite. You do double periods. Mm -hmm. So every class is 90 minutes instead of 45, but you don't have it every day. So you can do an alternating okay. schedule. Right. So you're only doing like four subjects uh -huh. a day. Okay. Now, I went to a school where they did it for a whole semester that way. So you had your math, science, Spanish, mm -hmm. and gym. Uh Every day, just those four for half the year. So in 45 days, you technically did the number of hours right. that you would have been. And then you switch. Some schools alternate it. Do those, do those black schools do better? So, I mean, if if the I think if the teachers are properly trained, ours weren't. Okay. They just right. threw them to the wolves. Right. So my history teacher literally was the guy who just had a notebook and he started at the one end of the board and there were four blackboards on the wall. Mm -hmm. And he would just go and draw until he got to the end and go back to the beginning and start over. So when block scheduling happened, he just wrote twice as much he must have had a couple Jeez, right. and it was Christ. like a chalkboard writing cursive like shit all over your hands it was like mm -hmm. and so when it's done properly uh the argument like that is like okay you can alternate days so you get a break it's kind of like college you yeah know? you don't mm -hmm. need i don't think you, need you know and then, but you're still there the amount of time right. you're still there for but the goal is to do a mini lesson have them do something with it and then do it and online. then maybe present or have some opportunity to expand and do An independent kind of skill right yeah so you know you, you but it's all what you do with it i mean you right. could have the framework but if you don't fill it so, properly so let's start the morning yeah right you said that a lot of people are talking about it and I, i've heard buzz do you think that the school day should start later how'd i land i agree no, I, I, mean, I, I agree with him it's just logistically I, it'd be hard it doesn't really make a difference to me. Okay. So it really uh, doesn't. I, I think that that fifty percent. Um, I got fifty percent of the teacher I'm population on my side. Uh, <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I just keep my I gotta keep my stats. Because you also have to think about parents of that community too. So I, Yes. Yeah. I, I understand. So that's why it's a perfect. It's not it's, I don't know if it could ever really happen. Right. But like do, do you think a child's being able to sleep longer? I, I do agree. But the thing is it also comes to parenting too. So if parents are if kids are allowed to have their cell phones in their in their rooms Andrews, yeah. and um, when they go to sleep. So it doesn't matter if they go to bed at 9.30, 10.30, 11.30 at night. I feel like if, if the school day started later, they're just going to stay on their cell phones later into the night. Oh, okay. So you have that shift. Um, you know, I do think that, that kids need more sleep. So I'm more in agreement to starting later. But selfishly, I like getting out of work earlier. Well, again, okay. also, like, <laughs> yeah, why is yeah, it on the sense. school? We have seven, we're with these kids for seven hours. Yeah. Well, we're, let's let's talk about how we're using the other 17. Right. Yeah, I had to think about it. Yeah, but like, like why are we why are we pulling why are we being so hyper focused on the smallest portion of their day? Mm -hmm. And to Noah's point, and here's and because that's what happens. I've sat in on a bunch of these meetings. We did a whole sleep studies. Our school district invested a ton of money in investing in this, experts coming in because there was a huge push to do that. Because the way we do is elementary starts an hour later. So mm -hmm. we start at seventh mm -hmm. at the seventh through twelfth level. K through six starts at 830. Okay. So they're saying, well, what if we flipped it? So uh, that way, you know, the older kids were home to get the younger kids on the bus. But then mm -hmm. the reverse is then they're not there after school. 
to okay. get them because the parents' work schedules. Right. And mm-hmm. then sports got into it. And it's like, oh, all of a sudden now, when are sports going to start? Now you're and then an the hour later. For and the how sports. do you do the busing? And right. it's in a whole can of worms as it gets very far away from the point. You know, when you get to yeah. the point of it, which is what you were getting at, it, it's never anything in education is never about if it's really good for the kids. Uh-huh. It's because it's it's amazing, and that's what surprised me. Because I go in with my heart on my sleeve like that. Right. I'll never forget my first day as a teacher. I was a student teacher just out of college, twenty one years old, first day. All the teachers are in the auditorium. The superintendent comes to address them and do the kickoff meeting, mm-hmm. and the, the superintendent starts talking. And the teachers were talking like the kids that they would be complaining yeah. about. And I'm just like, oh my God, they're not being quiet. They're trying to speak. Why are they not doing yeah. And then yeah. I How and you then like, pass this and on? then you, you go to like even... lunch and you're thinking we're gonna be talking about important stuff and all they're doing is bitching about this, why and that. It's like it's like yeah. any break room of a restaurant, you mm-hmm. know, like yeah. they're gonna be but it's like that's the realities of it is you're so you're putting so much effort when you're in that classroom with those kids that when you're not with them. Mm-hmm. You you turn in you turn into them a little bit, but it's just you have to because you have to like you just have to recharge. That's why like people talk about the summers. I don't think we need the whole summer off, but you need breaks built in because we all need to recharge. We right. had a we had a guy on Chris Monty talking about how his wife, when she's a teacher, is a middle school special needs teacher. Mm-hmm. She comes home, he's been home with the kids all day. He thinks there's going to be this trading of the baton, right? And, and she's, she's like, like I nah, need to lay nah. down because yeah. she needs to recharge her battery because she was just in charge of maybe a hundred kids that weren't hers for seven mm-hmm. hours. Yeah, I don't know. It's amazing how within education you think you're doing something, but the reality it's like, of right. it. It's like uh, I remember when I was in right psychology, I think they teach you, and I don't even know if this is true anymore. I may be making this up, but I think they told us <laughs> that the, the the attention span of a human being doesn't last that long. And you're really like over an hour, like I think it's over like 40 minutes, but you're going to start to check now. out. Mm-hmm. It's worse now. Right? But then you go to like college and you have a three-hour class. Yep. And you're like, so you don't – do you believe the shit that you told me? Because you told me that this doesn't work and now you took my money mm-hmm. and you're doing it in the least efficient way that all education says. And I'm, I'm paying you to, to be educated in the least efficient there manner. Is a, yeah. There's, you a, wonder, there's like, a TED so, talk by a guy named James, uh, James McCorder. No, that's a different TED talk. Uh, Chris Emden. E-M-D-I-N. So Chris Emden does uh, teacher education programs, but he focuses on urban education, Mm -hmm. the black community, uh, and he does teacher education, so he's training teachers. And so he has this amazing TED Talk that I show, because I often run sessions for our new teachers in the beginning of the year, and it's called Teaching Teachers Magic. Mm -hmm. And his, his premise is that magic can be taught. Like you see the, you know, and what he does in the education program, he's like, education is being taught by people who are telling me to be engaging in the most disengaging ways, which Mm -hmm. is exactly what you're saying. You're telling me to go out, do this, this, and this, but you're doing it in a manner that's disengaging. And that's the whole premise of how he starts it. But it's like this beautiful, and he sends in his program, he sends the teachers out. He's like, you got to go out to the rap concerts. You got to go out to the barbershop. You got to go to the black church and you got to see how these people command attention. Mm -hmm. 
And you then, can we take from that and put that into teacher education programs so that like when the, the preacher lowers his voice and slaps the pulpit, everybody's back up and can I get an amen? And that call and response are the same kind of things that we as comics do to make mm. sure the audience is still right. with us. And he's saying, he's saying do that because that's what you're saying, Al, is exactly what's happening and, in there. And that's understanding the culture of, of, of the kids and where they come from. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what color skin you have. It doesn't matter what religion you are. But if you can understand how how people function, how people get along and, and the whole concept of family, um, then that keeps an open mind for the kids and how they gravitate towards you. Yeah. So it's not so much the content that you're teaching within the classroom, whereas a counselor, you know, the, the big magic moment that I it's not about anything like that. It's the connection that you have with those kids. So if you can find that connection with those kids and they seek you out too, that's where the learning happens, yeah. no matter what the learning so is. They're, they're not going to remember a verb I told them to conjugate. They're not like, they're going to remember how they felt when they were around me. Point mm -hmm. in case, had a show at Soul Jewels on, did this late night show. In the audience was a girl who I had who graduated 12 or 13 years ago. Hadn't seen her since, hadn't thought about her, wasn't someone, but she came and she's like, I saw you on this, I wanted to come. And her and her husband live right down the road. They came over and after, she's like, do you even remember me? Like, that's what she said to me when she saw me. Because, because like, I, I, she's just, she was like, I was so bad in your class. And like, I was the senior <laughs> and it was all these other sophomores and freshmen. But, um, but she's like, I, I, I didn't make her feel bad about it. Like I mm -hmm. didn't, I was like, if she was cooperative, whatever, if she, I, I kind of let her find a way that she could contribute without like making her be obedient to whatever standard I thought I was doing. And they're going to remember how they, how you made them feel, mm -hmm. not what you taught them. And so sometimes I think you got to realize that. They don't care right? what you know until they know that you care. Is that, that that's it? Yeah, that's a good, yeah. yeah, that's it. Yeah, there you, you go. got it. So wait, so, so we're starting too early or not? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think, I think the, the, I personally, I think I agree with the concept, but I don't. It, it would can, never happen. It'll never right. yeah. This is like the perfect. This is you're the perfect day. This, yeah, you're open and so. But many if, so if it were possible, starting later, would you think would be letting kids sleep would be the. the move. But I would I would say so. But again, you have a lot of different variables because you're you're saying that they're just going to be doing whatever the fuck they're doing. That's it. It's just gonna Regardless. you're gonna prolong. It's gonna be later. So yeah, into you're the gonna take a magic pill thinking it's gonna work, and it's like well, it's like you exercise. Should... Like oh yeah, do this thing, but you also have to eat a balanced meal and work out. I was like, well, if I could do that, I wouldn't yeah. want this pill. It's like me in the summertime. Oh, I have I have off in the summer as a teacher, right? So um, I'm gonna start working out in the summertime. That's when it's gonna start. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's it. Always is gonna start like that. Yeah. And you think you're going to have time, and the next thing you know, it's August 15th, and you're like, what the hell yeah. happened? <laughs> All right, so, that, so we'll go to the next one. Uh, physical. Start your day with something physical, mm -hmm. like a serious gym class. I'm all and about put, it. And make gym class, gym class, phys ed, health, all that, like, important again. Yep. You agree I, with that one? It, it, I, I'm completely in agreement. Okay. The, I got both teachers on the panel. Thank you. Yes. But here's the thing. <laughs> I'm keeping my stats here. No, I'm you're good. You're winning. Um but again, it comes down to logistics of how do you do that? So if it's first period every single day is the gym, or it doesn't have to be the gym, right? Field, it could be pool, outside, gym, whatever, if it's not football right. field, if it's not, yeah. And it doesn't have to be the PE teacher or gym teacher. It could uh -huh. be really anyone doing that. Right. Um, well, they did that for you... testing. We had testing, and before testing got started, you saw kids lap in the hallway with their teacher. Like yeah. they built in 15 minutes of... Uh, to like get them awake or do whatever that mm -hmm. is 
Is that so, right? Okay, mm-hmm. when they had testing. Well, I just, I just think, number one, I think it, health and wellness is important. I think we're losing that in, in America. It's not being taught. When I was in high school, gym class was only cool if you're like, boys were in the gym class with you, right? I, I feel like years ago, like all gym class was intense. And maybe that's because I watched too much Back to the Future and remember the Titans. Our guy rolled but, a basketball but, rack out and said, had a good, have a good yeah, time. Yeah, now that, that was cool. When, <laughs> that was cool when your boys were in the class. You, you could walk, put it together. You, like, you just walked the track. You four girls yep. stand over there. It's going to be me and Chris yeah. or Jason. Yeah. Yeah. You guys stay over there. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have fun. So, but I, I think that, that that's become a joke. And it was when I was in high school. But I think starting your day with something physical would help manage the energy level, mm-hmm. drain the energy. Yep. So now the focus is going to be there. It's like walking your dog before you, you go to get in the car with your dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That way the dog's tired. The dog can sit still. Not to call uh, our, our youth dogs, but you well, get they what should I'm all, Yeah, I mean, that's smart. It's like before you go on a, on a hot date, you take you care do, of yourself. Yeah, exactly. And I think <laughs> maybe when you get to middle date? school, that might not be <laughs> yeah. a bad idea before. These girls are going to be wearing what they're wearing. Maybe these kids, they mm-hmm. just need to like... Mr. Yoder, know. what do you mean by take care <laughs> of yourself? And what do you mean by hot date? Yeah. What are these <laughs> concepts? Uh... <laughs> Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Gotcha. Um, yeah, but the, when, when, to the scientific point of like, we know now also there's endorphins that are released, especially early. In, yeah, you, I mean, those yeah. are, those are. I think you're yeah. you're hitting on something That would make there. some serious sense. Like, so, you, know, yeah. you got to swim X amount of laps or you got to yeah. run this or you got to play this. They still do this, swimming. Which they is, do. You got you you to do it and yeah. then we'll go to class. I think. So let me challenge you on that thought. Challenge away, bro. You ready? Yeah. You ready? Hit it. Hit okay. it. Okay. So let's just say there are kids who really they don't want to do swim. They don't want to run and they'll do it. But maybe when they wake up and it's later on in their day, some kids might be more mu- musically driven or mm-hmm. artistically right yeah. uh, driven. So would art be okay first thing in the morning in lieu of having the the PE piece of it? Um, yeah, n- no, but our art is not neglected. Art is at the end of the day. Yeah, okay. but here's the art, pro- here's art would the, be at the end of the day. Also, the logistics of it. Right, you have sixteen hundred kids. Yeah, yeah. You can't have them all. Yeah, I mean, I I know that like, this is, is just a perfect. This but is no, the that's what I mean. Like that's yeah. the thing about but, education. That I think for a lot of like. Because it is when what happens within education is you have the people who are on the inside of it. They're like, well, we know the inside and how it works. Then you have the community members who just want to see X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And then you have your like school board who's like sometimes a mishmash of yep. that. And it's just the system is beautiful and chaotic at the same time yeah. because it's being driven by people from the community because it should be. Mm-hmm. You're curating your community. These people should be growing up to be future business owners in your town, yep. future parents right, in right, your right, town. Right, right. Yeah. And if you're doing it right, not to say that they won't move off and go off somewhere else, but you would hope that some of them would want to stay and give back to that community. And be part of this world, Our school is yeah. really big on having teachers who went there are now sometimes teachers there. And I think that feeds because really like, you know, not to get all education-y, but when you study education, there's a guy, John Dewey, that you study, who's like one of the founding fathers of modern, you know, American education. And his thing was like, you're a facilitator, you're a manager as a mm-hmm. teacher. Your goal is to curate uh, and not to necessarily be a sage on a stage. And you're there to curate. And that's really now when we think about Google, ChatGBT, all of these things, we're not meant to be a Wizard of Oz. We're a man and a woman behind a curtain, but mm-hmm. we're supposed to be there to help them decipher what's good and what's not. Because I, I'm pretty sure it was Abe Lincoln who said, um, don't believe everything you read on the internet. You know, and so I think <laughs> yeah. that... Was that's that him? <laughs> 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 it's my favorite meme. I had a, a teacher, a history teacher has it in his classroom and I'm like, it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. 
But yeah, I think the, the energy level. I think that's that's still and and the, the, the health and wellness aspect. Yeah, I think it's great. I think also, I, I think it's great. It's mm -hmm. it, there's a there's a video where they look at the automotive industry, the medical industry, and education, and they show like maybe four over forty years. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing to see how cars had changed, how medicine has changed. Oh, and education, <laughs> and education was just flatlined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it's just slow, but I think it's good that it's slow because you don't oh. want to you don't want to go too hard and fast with changes and not know because you might not know until you may turn too hard and then you're like that was not the right move mm -hmm. and we yeah. turned and everything yeah. everything's pointed that way and it's like shit we did that a little too fast it's so tricky it really yeah. is it's it's no, oh, is it okay if I no yeah because Albert's talking about some things that he would like to see change is there something is there a big thing that you would like to see change oh in shit your that's a great question that's, that's it good question Neil um I mean there's a lot that could be changed right um you know acceptance is a huge one and, and it's a hot topic. Um, and unfortunately, a lot of politics make their way into education mm -hmm. where it's like a, a two way street there, yeah. you know. And, um, you know, on one side, you have just teach, right? It's just teach, just teach your content area. Don't do anything else. But on the other side, it's um, embrace what people come with, you know, um, you know, gay. Uh, transgendered, um, uh, you also have religion, um, you're embracing everything, color of skin, you know, race, ethnicity. So, you know, as I'm getting older and kind of climbing up the path um, in my career, I'm, I'm a big believer in just teach, but at the same time, there's a lot of things that make those students unique. And in, or, in order to make them feel comfortable, you have to embrace that going back to what we talked about with the culture, yeah, right? So, but how much of that is taking away from the math, taking away from the science? We, so just, we just talked it, about this same thing. It's, I'm like, I'm kind of like in the middle of it because like right down the middle of it, because I want to- You gotta have and, a, little, a little bit of both. Yeah. Or a lot of bit of both. And that's the beautiful thing about being a counselor is that what happens behind closed doors, just one-on-one, -on -one, it makes- allows those kids to be as authentic as possible and they can really come out of their shell. So I don't know, to make a change, it's, it's hard to know because it's very divided across the entire nation with that. So yeah. I don't really have the right answer. Too. And being yeah. a public school, and that makes public. it even harder. Well, I, I know. Because you can't, you have to be, like I was saying in the last episode, like I sometimes talk about my dad living in Spain because I teach language, I teach right. Spanish. But in, in the one of the episodes I had to say like, but I have to use ambiguous language when mm -hmm. I talk about my dad, why he lives in Spain and that he's married there. I never say that he's married to a guy. Right. You know, because I don't. And, and then part of me saying, oh, man, I wish I could just say it. Mm -hmm. But then the other thing is I only get 45 minutes with the kids and I need to teach the lesson. Right. That's going to hold derail the lesson. And that's all yeah. they're going to hear. Yep. They're going to go home and they're going to be Mr. Yoder's teaching us X, Y and Z in the classroom. Yep. And I'm just trying to, to talk. So you got to yeah. be very I got careful. a question. Yeah. Can can a can a student where don't tell me too much about where you work, but can a student just say, I want to go see the counselor and go see the counselor? Or do they need do they need a referral? Does something need to happen? Or can they just say, I think it's a good time for me to go see the counselor and do so? It it, it depends. So if it's an emergency and we have a kid in crisis or a student that might be crying, could be a relationship breakup, and that teacher has 30 kids that they're trying to teach a lesson. And it's not appropriate, especially at any level, more so secondary,
for those kids to kind of just be crying in the middle of class. So that would be an emergency, and those kids can come right down to guidance. Um, but for the most part, kids would fill out a referral form okay. to come see us. And um, by the way, you're cracking a beer in the middle of that. That's what we wish. That's what we wish we could be doing in the middle of that moment. Oh yeah, especially in, in the do school you, building. Right. Do you like right. that system, or do do you think that someone should just be able to, or do you like the, the way it works? Well, I think that if kids just came down any which way, or, or teachers just sent them down, which is a pet peeve of mine, because we have to triage it. As one person who has that relationship with that given child, yeah, they can see someone else, but some of the, the issues are so tiny that they come with, in my mind. Okay. So my perception is, all right, well, you know, you... They're pulling a ripcord. Are they just doing it's this because like, they know uh, and it gets them out of class? They can get out. They, they... I had a situation. So there are two things to say about this. One, I had a situation. So there are protocols in place that if things are said, yep. and like a kid had made a statement in class one time where it was like they said that they 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 wanted to die. Mm -hmm. Okay, and that was because they knew that was the verbiage to that starts the protocol that makes the ship go to get them out of a situation because they were being corrected and they didn't want to be corrected. Yeah. Okay. And so they knew there was the big red button to push. And so the the game. So in the high school, what happens? Because that's where I spent most of my time. They have what they call a wrap room, which is in a student assistance room. And so there is a person there triaging that. Mm -hmm. And it's separate from guidance because guidance, that's the other thing. Like you're trying to help kids like who go might want to get gifted and might want to. And you're right, like, triaging you like breakups. And no. like, yeah, like you're yeah. sometimes supposed to be making sure they're getting an education, but you got to do the whole child. And, and and that's the thing. So if we if students can come down anytime they want to. I could I could be in the middle of a suicide assessment with it with a student. Um, I could be on the phone with a parent who's trying to get their child evaluated for special education mm -hmm. services. On the flip side, it could be um, you know just someone's going to prom with the wrong person. That could be that. You just want to cry somewhere to cry. You're like, and there's just so much their, their girlfriend or boyfriend so cheating on them. On and you're like, none of this and, fucking matters anyway. But sure. And then the social yeah. media piece. That's that the killer, huge. guys. That's the one that the you think bullying. about it. Like when we went to school, that never was an mm -hmm. issue. Now cell phones, it's another world that's like in their pocket or in their locker, so they don't know what yeah. messages are waiting for them. That was carryover from the previous night, and then. It's just, it's a ticking time bomb yeah. and uh, it becomes a school issue. Yes. Oh, and it, even, it, it always spills over into the school, right? Once it spills over into the school or a message is sent within the school building, that's when it becomes a school issue. Some I think that, have, sorry, I just, but yeah. that would be the one thing I would want to change. I think if I had, I would be like, hey, Schools from now on, yep. if you are a student at a school, public school, I mean, if my country, pie in the sky dream, right? Yeah. Phones are done. Like I, I would dead zone it. I would literally have technology be like, you can't get access. Yep. So if you have a bickering between a student, like I mean, two students, they can't chat. They can't do anything between classes. They can't do that. Then they go home. They chill out, or they, um, I, of course, we know they're gonna jump on on the bus on the way home or whatever. Right. But at the very least, they've had time to chill. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. just my pitch. Sorry. I think that's... eventually what'll happen is it'll spill over. Like that's what anything. And that's to wait till it spills over. But the 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 cyber bullying thing or that cyber piece is huge because it's I not like avoiding. Right now. It's like not yeah. avoiding the the hallway that the kid always walks down because it's a digital hallway. Like yeah. every hallway is that hallway. Now yeah. everybody knows your business. Yeah, that's like. The re There's ghosting the kids. Going, right? Yeah, I would say yeah. so. The mess with the psychological, mess with the psychological, yeah, like to totally. well-being of a mm -hmm. youngster, right? Is
what and, goes on in those phones. Because it, it messes with the grownups. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the thing. Most I don't think most grownups would admit that they have a problem or, or even yeah. know they have a problem. But it fucks with the grownups. The yeah. grownups are acting like assholes. The grownups are missing appointments. The grownups are not getting their work done. The grownups are getting in fights. So you know for the kid, it's got to be fucking 30 times I learned times it by that. watching mm-hmm. you, Dad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this is normal behavior. It's what you do. So yeah. And socially, the kids are just not prepared the way when we, when we were younger, you yeah. know? They, uh, they're just so re- reliant on the cell phone, and it's just on them all the time, and you never know when, when it's going to blow yeah, up. Yeah, our middle school stopped allowing them to have it in class, mm-hmm. and that, this is my first year teaching like that, where in the high school it wasn't like that. And I got to say, it does make a difference, and if you're more intentional with the Chromebooks and screen down, screen up, yeah. and uh, it makes a huge difference because in high school, like – those kids, well, even like before this episode, we're up there. I'm on my phone doing something. Yeah, we're on you, were, our phone. you would yeah. ask me a question, and I totally yeah. was like checked oh, out. Oh, humans, humans! You're like, oh, he's on his phone because that's the same thing that's happening there. And to that point, they're seeing us do it. Yeah. It's this whole era. I think it's just got to run its course till right. it gets too much, and then we'll reset and we'll cleanse. But yeah. yeah, it's it's so hard because then you say, oh, okay, let's make a dead zone. I saw L.A. once did L.A. Unified School District had the pouches that uh, were kind of like the concert pouches. Mm-hmm. But they had to be able to release them because then the concern becomes, what if there's an emergency? There's if, I mean, my mom gave me safety. two quarters in case I had to like right. call on the walk home from school. But again, it's a different time. It's a yeah. different era. And we got we to gotta find a way to be the manager and help them curate this new world and teach them how to use these devices right. and it's just it's a lot and how, that, how like many, counseling you know it's yeah. too much it's but too how much many how many hours are you spending putting out social media fires um based on i would say it's see i'm in i'm in the middle level so i would say it's probably two times two times a All week right. by middle level like you mean that. you're you're at the spot where the phones haven't taken over yet Is that, so there, so in last year it was. So the school rule, there was no school rule. Kids were able to have it in between classes. Oh, gosh. And because um, we were trying to model what the high school or matching what the high school yeah, was okay. doing. And the kids just couldn't handle it. And uh, they were late to class. They were texting. Um, yeah. They were like zombies on their yeah. phones. And uh, we spent as, as educators, as teachers, we spent <laughs> more time policing that. Than, than working. Then, mm-hmm. then, right. Yep. So, like, like that's one of those things that you were talking about earlier. We, we expect, there's certain things where, like, the institution is not, maybe not even what I'm doing, but we're expecting the children to do more than us. Right. Because we're all doing it. People are walking out into traffic on their phone and, like, getting hit by buses. Yeah. Yeah. And Car we're all telling them, you, you shouldn't be doing this. You cannot do this. It's bad yeah. for your brain. It causes problems. And the first thing we all do is, is look at our yeah. phone. Yep, like, you know as I, I mean? say, like, not yep. as I do. Yeah, yeah. And it, we'll never fix that until we fix ourselves. And they're like, oh, well, they're developing. Just, and they, yeah, yeah. They, they, your brain needs to know. When we're, or, we're like, or the out. justification it, is we didn't have that. I like. I mean, I, there was pagers when I was in high school, and maybe Nokia had that like, Nokia pre-page. Had yeah, Nokia was a bank. But like, that's all that was around, so we didn't really have it but you had your own versions of it you know what i mean you did you pass notes yeah. you're like yeah, you're waiting true. you know like there, there was always something of that era but it is it's yeah it's intense and the other thing too to your point earlier like if they send something on school i was working for villanova during the pandemic on like helping them with technology stuff mm-hmm. and i would sit on these zoom calls with their law school and they had people come in who were talking about law as it pertains to social media and free speech. Mm -hmm. And there was a case that they talked about during the meeting, which was a girl who got 
didn't make it past her junior varsity tryouts for cheerleading. And so she posted a photo of her giving the middle finger. Mm. But, uh, and, and, um, Somehow, like, because it happened off campus, Mm -hmm. like, she was still had to be allowed on the team or whatever. There was some scenario where they ruled that she she was allowed, like, they couldn't couldn't punish her for that, and they couldn't kick her off the team like they did Mm -hmm. because it happened off school. She has freedom of speech, uh, and so they had to allow her back on the team as a result. Right. So it's the law had to like change, you know what I mean? Like, which is true. Like, and it's so crazy because you're just like, but now it's too much power. Yeah, because I would 100 percent like I would I would do the race and then flip off everybody as I left. Like, you have to do it for the joke. People stepping over the yeah, line like, of the school the thing, property to do know. whatever. Yeah, that's crazy. But like you know, it's like anything. Like okay, we yeah. couldn't smoke on school property, so we'd find the that. house. We'd find the house that was right on the corner behind yeah, the yeah, church yeah. and go smoke. You know. Yeah. I mean, kids are going to be kids. They're going to push True. boundaries. That's what they do. That's what middle school. That's what middle school and high school is about. It's about them being a microcosm of uh-huh. society, and we have to let them bump their heads. We can't live them in a bubble. We don't want our kids yep. to be right. let in a bubble. We were just talking earlier about letting our daughters like win in a game or something mm. like that. And like, like I don't let my daughter win, or I play games where it's a game of chance, like Uno, yeah. where yeah. at any given moment either of us can win. Yeah. But like that's like or Candyland. Um, but like you know, it's just whatever. You gotta let you gotta let them experience it. We gotta create a bubble, so we gotta let a little bit of it in, right? Because we don't want to pretend like it's not a thing, but we don't want it to consume what we're doing, so True. that we're not, you know, getting kids what they need—an education and someone to listen and make sure that they're yeah. ready for the next level. Is, is there um, in talking about the things that we hope that? Because I know you guys were talking about selective, uh, uh, or I should say, state by state education, right? Because everything's everyone's something different about the community. Is there something that you guys see now? Modern teachers, you know, we got two great educators here. Uh, and then us two dinguses. Uh, but yeah, probably, two, is there something that you guys you wish? Know, you guys got a diploma. We're, we're trying. <laughs> we're, uh, what? What's it called? <laughs> um, no, uh, is there something that you guys wish that was adopted? Like nation, like you're like, or, or heard of stuff that other states are doing that you wish you? Is there anything like that? That for what the social media? Uh, no, no, just in, just like in good general, policy. Like, okay. You're like, ooh, this uh, school does that. You talked about something from LA. They tried yeah. a thing with the phone. Is there any other stuff out there? They're like, man, I wish more states kind of. I wish we had that or something. Is there anything? Or is this question? Oh, I tell, well, I mean, I would, to Al's point earlier about the physical education, a lot of schools and ours included do electives now where like you can like if you go to work out before school and go to the gym and you have like the Fitbit and some of that data, okay. that, mm-hmm. then that's your credit for a gym class. Oh, so okay. you're freeing your schedule up in case you want to take that AP class or you want to do this. And Dang. if you're someone who's working out anyway. So you wear my watch and I'll wear yours. Yeah, well, that's yeah. what they were doing. Yeah. Some of the kids right. were putting yeah. them on their dog's collar or See? on the fan. Wow. On the fan and letting it oscillate. Yeah, like you should get it. You should get in trouble, but you should get a little extra. You, like that should qualify you to take a different just class. Just being so because smart. You're, you're like, <laughs> well, that's yeah, the other you, thing. The you get you these think. kids, and you got to give them props. Like they'll yeah, do something yeah, ridiculous. That's, that's cool. give it, give and I'll props. just be like, you know, I'll just be like, oh, or like you were talking earlier, like when we tell our kids not to do something, like don't go in the kitchen, and right. then you immediately send them in the kitchen for something, right. forgetting and you just said that. But you told me not to go in the kitchen. Yeah, and you catch you in that moment, and it's like kids. Because we're constantly making rules for our class, a project, right. and they're constantly they pushing. Like I did a project where the kids had a budget, and they got to go to any Spanish-speaking country, and then they had to show me how long could they stay there mm-hmm. on that budget. And they had to think of everything, rental car, gas, whole deal, Uber. And uh, and they were like, well, can we just like 
uh, get a tent on the beach and, uh, you know, they just would come up with the weirdest things, but that's the beauty of it. Even though that wasn't what I designed the project, I had to, I had to kind of case by case it and allow latitude for them thinking outside the box. That's it. I don't want them. I I think I I know everything. I I mean, you probably, the concept of thinking outside the box, you, you have to get excited when. You find a student is thinking outside the box, right? That's right. Like, no, I, and you got to provide them the opportunity to show you that they might know more than you on a topic, right? right. Yeah. So, but the the traditional way of teaching is Doesn't having and in, in the box, like the in the box. Yeah. It's the three hours of uh, let's just break it down to college. That's the traditional way of learning. You're sitting down and just listening to a teacher speak, and you go at your own will to go to the bathroom if you if you want to. Um, but you lose kids that way. Yeah. And if I it think works you lose for Archimedes, it should work for you. <laughs> I know. Um, but to the point that, that you asked the question before um, about things to change, um, and it kind of goes with, it, it's the testing. There's so much drive in the testing. Mm-hmm. And that we the, as- The actual as, result of the testing. Right. right. And then our evaluations kind of go with that too. So um, we're teaching to the test. So, and I think the kids are stressed because am I going to get the right score that I need to, to get, take that advanced class or that um, AP course in high school. Um, and then for teachers, a lot of them are stressed too, because they're teaching kids of sp- special education, middle of the road learners, you've got higher level students. And if you're not, if the kids aren't hitting that specific score or showing growth, that somehow is a reflection on the teacher. So- yeah. As a counselor, I'm like, well, that does selfishly, that has nothing to do with me, but it does because it hits the whole, the whole building score as well. Should testing should, should testing the way it's done now, where you get something with a bunch of questions and you fill out and turn it back in in any form, you are you protesting anti testing? No, I'm, I'm, I'm anti testing. I think, think testing all pressed. forms of testing. And that's where as, the budget comes from, unfortunately. And that's putting things in a box. Like we're talking about, yeah, yeah. they want things in a digestible box so they can look at yeah. data and we can see have something. You know, it's like anything. It's just yeah. it's that's one that's, thing I would change. Is I wish that we had a system in which. There was a way, like, you know, even testing now. When I've te- I tested a kid, I give them a multiple choice, like Google Form thing, because it's easy, quick. I can get them immediate feedback yeah. so they're not waiting mm-hmm. for feedback. But then there's a second part where they have to sit down with me doing a 60-second interview, mm-hmm. and I get to pull out some of the questions and say, talk to me about how you chose that one out of the other three. And they have to then efficiently tell me why. And if they can't tell me why, then that's a separate score. And now I can make a note to say, okay, mm-hmm. you know, eeny, meeny, miny, mo. even a broken clock is right twice a day, but you didn't really know. So I gave me the warm and fuzzies and oh, it somehow, oh, but it's, like, like, there's gotta be a balance. Well, what would it be? But it's hard. What would it be? What would it be? The, the substitute to testing. Like if you, yeah. if you didn't do tests, how do you know that Albert's a good student and he's getting this and Theodore is not? How, how are you going to know that? So uh, there is something, what is it? It's not choice learning. It's um, almost like there's, there's like a, a menu of sorts. So for example, um, and some, some teachers do this to present day, and it might be something where you're writing a song about whatever the, the, the concept is or to hit that standard. And there's parameters that you're, the teacher is going to be grading for that specific assignment. And so by writing a song, they're like telling you what they know about correct 
the great and they're doing time, and, and if they're writing it through time signature then they're factoring in math yep. and they're doing okay. so like they're, they're the kids who can't pass because they have these keystone tests in pennsylvania uh-huh. and in theory the goal was that if you can't pass it you can't graduate mm-hmm. but so after so many times of taking it if you still don't pass what about those kids that are never going to pass it and they had to start coming up with like a choice board menu does that make it does that make more work for the teacher or less work for the teacher um, well, this part is for the state. It's a great I feel like question. there's like this American Idol type of situation where the kids singing about volcanoes. And shit. It depends <laughs> on the teacher. It depends on the teacher because that teacher might feel like, no, I, 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 this is my way of showing that of determining that the kids if you're a, okay. have mastered that subject or not, or that okay. the, that level of material. All right. So I, I feel like it's not more work. But then again, who's to say that the traditional teacher of just giving that unit test? Is that a wrong thing? I don't think it's a wrong thing. It fits for what they're teaching and how they want to deliver. Okay. And, and, you, and you believe in this teacher, so their system works. Yep. And if they pass Mr. Yoder's stuff, then and he gives them the blessing, they can go to the next class. Yep. yep. Okay. Yeah. I think that's cool. You're, Actually, you're I have a question. Now, this is this is not on the on the counseling side. So this, I'm yep. thinking more high school. I think that they should be learning classes. There should be classes and an opportunity for them to learn how to buy a house how to invest money, how to do like, cause we learn like, here's like, what's on your shirt, right? Do, do people at home know what's on Jay's shirt right now? How many people don't know what that is? is it, yeah. That is mm. 3.14, mm, 3.14. But I learned all about pi r squared. Haven't used it once, right? Did you get pied in the face? Uh, <laughs> no. Cause that's how they show, that's another way that they that's show, how they do. They show again. to make it fun. Okay, <laughs> but in real life, when I learned to buy a house, I learned from the person who was making money off me buying the house. That's who taught me how to buy a house. I feel like in school you could learn, you could replace pi r square with interest rates and down payments and but, shit but like here's that. the problem. The problem is and, if, if there's no stake in the game at that point, they're not going. Even though it will be useful to them potentially in 15 years, I think you were more apt to learn it from that person because you were in the moment with it. Mm-hmm. You know, like we don't learn to sew a button anymore. We don't learn some of these things. But like it's hard because is the kid if you made everybody do that, not everybody's gonna you know. Well, one I've never used, right? Pi r well, squared, I've never used. Yeah, well, that you know of. that I know. <laughs> but like you know. you're using it right now. <laughs> yeah, that's why you're sitting the way you're sitting. Yeah, I'm talking about it right now. Yeah. No, you're my house, and they can learn how how like if you nine point eight meters per second squared. That's the rate at which something falls, right? I I don't ever use it. I remember it. Yeah. Because the teacher I had was a badass teacher, but I don't use it at all. You could learn how how yeah. credit cards work and the Magna what an Carta interest was rate signed is. in twelve fifteen, and, and what an interest rate is. And Why like, is you know that? I mean? Everyone <laughs> say their favorite fact. Go ahead, come on, everyone around, go ahead, say it. But it's true. He's right. It's like, yeah, you know. But but I don't I don't use any of that stuff. You could learn how how to how to invest money, how to how to manage the debt, and how to find your own credit score, and how right. to purchase a home. And how to live without every fucking school. Back pain. Every school I mean, has that class, things. though. I know specifically. Which one? Which one is that? So it has the class for like we have two. We have a math and an economics course. There's an everyday math course that's for kids when they get to 11th and 12th grade when they're done taking oh, their that, like basic requirements. Yeah, so easy. what? Uh, so a guy retired, Mr. Barr, had been teaching it at the high school forever. And what does he do? Learn to read contracts. 
what yeah. is that APR okay. rate? And that guy's that guy's and, a bad. So, but but the kids who are getting that course are probably the ones who need it. The ones who maybe aren't going off to college, mm -hmm. but they need to be ready for the real world because when they're done with high school, they're going to be working a job. And so that course was geared. So yeah. I and then and then there was an economics course taught by a social studies teacher who talked about mortgage rates. Who so but does everybody everybody doesn't get filtered yeah, into be. those. Um, but the fact that they're there, I think, is important because the kids who might need them the most mm -hmm. yeah. and the ones who are well off and whatever, they're going to get it when they're ready for it, too, right. I think is the yeah. thinking. Do, do you get a say in, like, a lot of curriculum? Or um, like, like, what they learn, or does that... Not, not Man, so... crack that motherfucker, bro. Not crack so much. It. Are you sure? Crack it. I don't want to hurt your feelings if, I, if I did it too hard. Yeah, but, uh, there you go. Yeah, right. there we go. It's like coughing. Let's, let's sneeze summer. at the it's same summer. time. Maybe by the time this airs, yeah. so, it's summer. <laughs> Um, no, I don't have so much a say with that, but more behind the scenes stuff I do. Okay. So like the whole school-wide behavior piece of it. Um, bullying um, prevention? Bullying prevention, suicide prevention, um, postvention, all of those things. But back to your point, Jay, you were talking about like with kids and what, what they get from economics class or what they get from any, any course. Um, quite frankly, and going back to attention span, what do you remember the most of any any course that you took? You remember the beginning and you remember the end of it, of the actual course or the lesson of the day. It's usually all the fluff in the middle is one ear out the other yep. for the most part. And when kids come to me and when I was a special education teacher, they would just curse about that given teacher. They would they would be really upset about the content or why do I need this? It doesn't matter. And I would say to them, you're right. It, it doesn't matter at all. Does it matter if you know pi and 25 of the, the digits associated with it? No. But the, the important piece is that you started learning it and you have to take it to the finish line. Mm -hmm. So that's what it's all about. And if you can do that for every single assignment you have, even if you didn't get anything out of the assignment is irrelevant. Because it's about the the life skill of starting yes. something and finishing something. That's a big. That's and a big skill. That's the. That's for me. That's what I try to teach. Yep. The kids. That's the biggest lesson. Well, okay. like as a Latin teacher, I get it all the time. Why are we learn in Latin? Is, What's yeah. the and point? And it doesn't matter. And I'll tell you what. I'll tell. I'll be like, hey man, uh, you know, you're not. I don't expect you to be a Latin scholar, but right. like, I was like, oh, do you, do you go to the gym? Yeah. I'm like, oh, so when are you going to be in the Olympics? Twenty what? He's like, what do you mean the Olympics? I'm like, well, why are you going to the gym if you're not going to be in the Olympics? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Super Bowl. I was like, you know, your brain has to be going to the gym. Super Bowl, same thing. <laughs> yeah, hey, right. Roman numerals, oh, baby. Yeah. Let's get into <laughs> it. Yeah. But your brain, you're taking your brain to the gym is my argument. Oh, sure. And the same thing is what you're getting at. Yeah. You're, there are processes things, happening. So. And it's like, and it's, it's like, you know how guys now are, guys and girls today are specializing in sports early. So instead yep. of being an athlete for all sports, they're doing this. And the problem is, you you know, they're not training all the little muscles that maybe if they were a wrestler in the winter, they would have, a, they would get less hurt when they were in season for the other sports because those muscles aren't in atrophy. Okay. And that's what's happening with your brain because they say people who know more than one language, for example, as you get older, you can offset dementia and Alzheimer's by up to five to 10 years hmm. if you know an other language because your brain the neural pathways it's like it's like think of if you live near the woods and there's a path there if you don't if you don't walk on that path every day what's yeah. going to happen it's going to get overgrown and that's what happens to our brain so mm -hmm. if we're not having to remember
remember 20 digits of pi. Like we're just not, right. we're going to have to remember people's phone numbers or our account number one day. And it yeah. might be that many digits. True. And oh. we want to know that we've walked that. Okay. Path. I got, uh, this is the next best great question for oh, This will be a good end. This is go. good. One. When I was in high school, they, we had this thing called in-school suspension. Do they still have oh, that? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, so you, you, like, something happens, and you go sit in this room, mm-hmm. and you sit there, and you just like shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Till, no windows, right? Huh? No, no, windows. no windows either. Oh, uh, these rooms had windows. Uh, how do you know? And was, was I want to know why Albert knows about was this. Was the proctor room. or whoever was in there, were they attractive? That's a big piece. No, 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 they weren't. Usually never. It was never. a guy. It was a dude. Helen? Do you remember Helen from the- Oh, from, I do. Yeah. How can you- It, it was Helen? actually a dude who, who couldn't be but the witch. She looked like a Helen. She was attractive. I have different tastes than you do. Okay. Sorry, Helen. No, it was this I'm dude who. Okay, it was, we had this in school suspension, and it was this dude who actually was a woodshop <laughs> teacher, but he couldn't be the woodshop teacher because yeah. the good woodshop teacher was there. And he, this guy had this job for like 35 years, and he was a fucking asshole. Yeah. And you would get in trouble or you get in a fight, and be like, you have three days was like the minimum in school suspension. You yeah. go to school at 7 30, school started at 8, and you'd be there till 4 o'clock every day. Yes. Some of the desks had mm-hmm. like this like barricade on them. And then they got this thing in our school where if you were a bad enough kid, they put your name on this list. And if you had to be like disciplined well enough, you just went right to suspension. Okay. And yep. you had to sit in that fucking room. Yeah. I think that's probably the worst fucking thing you could ever do to someone short of smacking their hand for being left-handed mm-hmm. or whatever. And Saturday fuck. detention. Saturday detention. And I think that's incredibly fucked up mm-hmm. to a young mind who is just being a mind. They're just thinking, they're learning, they're smelling things, they're hitting puberty, they're making friends, they're losing friends, they mm-hmm. think they like a girl, they think they like a boy, they, whatever it is, they got all this stuff going on and I feel like they're just being human and then it's like, you're too human right now. You are too much of a human fucking being and it's too much for what we like between these four walls. What, what, so they, what they've done to your point now in and elementary, then, they stopped taking away recess because they used to take away recess mm, from the elementary that's kids. Bad. Yeah. So now they don't do that they anymore do that. to your yeah. point, which is like, well, they still need to be able to play, but you know that was the one thing that teachers had they they could hold you back. That was yeah. like the in school suspension of elementary yeah. was well, holding I mean, I you think... back from recess. And I, but I think to your point, you're right. Like that that is you're fourteen. Be... You're fourteen. You're but what do you do instead? But there's still but there's still kids that that are you know if you're going to break a school rule, there needs to be a re- so. That, I agree. There needs I agree with something. that. I agree with that. I think you're the, this is you. You're the expert. What do you got? I don't know if I'm the expert, but. There, then the other the, the other side of it is restorative practice, and that's trying justice. Yeah, and practice that's, justice. To that, me. <laughs> yeah, and it's having kids have that teachable lesson without being stuck in that room or being sent home for out of school suspension. So if kids can reflect on what they're doing and maybe doing something physical, which is something they don't like to do, and they're killing two birds with one stone. Let's just say it was defacing property within school, but now they're cleaning everything up. They're cleaning all the lockers up, and uh, they're doing that for a chunk of the day. I think that's more appropriate than them sitting. I mean, in those practices are like th- those practices are so huge, and they're they really I think are transformative because if they have a, an issue with that person, then. The yep. mediation, the restorative practices that, and every case is a little different because, like yep. you said, defacing property. All right, well then, let's help you restore that because uh, another person was supposed to be here tonight, Brad, who couldn't make it. He was his thing that he's always said that I've internalized is you gotta fall on the sword. You gotta let these kids have an opportunity to fall on the sword and prove. 
that they mm-hmm. can do better and that they are worthy of forgiveness. Right. And that was something that he said to me that I take with me as a parent now too, because I'm like, I have to let, I have to own up to my own mistakes. I have to let them have the opportunity because everybody wants to root for kids. Yeah. We want to root every teacher, educator, principal, even the most curmudgeon one mm-hmm. who you would think of, the Miss Krabappels and Principal Skinners of the world, they really wanted Bart to be able to do better. Right. And, and like, we want to give opportunities for kids. And so I think the practices, yeah. like you said, the more we can do of those and the less we can mm-hmm. do of what you experienced. Oh, that huge. in school suspension is a motherfucker. Well, even was, Saturday. It's, it's, it's worse than being sent home. I well, think we Saturday's talk about managing worse. that energy. So right. now you take, they're just, they're just, they're, they're like 12, 13, 14, 17, 18 years old. Yeah. They they got a little like for okay within reason right three kids beating up one kid I mean what, what are you doing you know mm-hmm. there's certain things but and when I was in school it was such like dumb things like like you know you're walking down the hall and you were wearing your hat or something right. that was a big deal in my school and you would go to suspension you don't deserve that like mm-hmm. you, you when you're in the airport or when you're in the hospital you don't just get sent to suspension now somebody say oh you go to jail and I don't think that that's really the same thing here you're just being a human being right right and then you just put them in this box now the energy is heightened because now they're just sitting in this box mm-hmm. i woke up and I came to school and, just, just marinating and it. who's to say they're not going to do that again yeah the same yeah. behavior right. same or, or, or emerge with anger there was right. no rehabilitative services in there. sure and the, the goal wasn't to you're going to come down here we're going to send you out there a little bit better right. it's not a rehabilitative things it's, it's straight punishment yeah. this is going to hurt so you're going to walk out with anger. You're going to walk out right. like vengeful. You're not going to walk out like, I'm better now. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't de- think. And it depends on what the, the, the behavioral infraction is. Yeah. Right. So right. Uh, what, what did you just say? It was three kids on one. Being, being uh, the shit out of a kid, that's different. Yeah. That's, to me, that's a, that's a police issue. No, yeah. that's an sure. assault issue. Or yeah. something becomes sexual, right? It's, right? it's hard to do something restorative. The restorative piece would be, well, does that mean you, you owe money? Does that mean you have to do time? Yeah. Like, what is is How it writing you, a thank yeah. you or thank you a uh, apology. an apology? <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> and that wasn't trying to be funny at all. No, that, I know, was, uh, I know. that was all natural, <laughs> just so you guys know. Um, no, but you're right. No, because that that's becomes case by case, and that's, that's when it gets cre- within public education or any organization when you can't put something in a neat box or case have a flow stuff, chart right? for yep, things. Yep. And that's the problem. We're dealing with everybody. Free and public education. That's. That's yeah. what we're trying to do, and it becomes so difficult to do that. But I think if we keep the child at the core and we do our best with the majority of them, then you know the hard part is you can't catch everyone, and that's yeah. what they try to do with Bush and No Child Left Behind, and that mantra mm-hmm. was you know how do we and we got it you know we we can always do better, and I think restorative practices yep. are are uh, a good push mm-hmm. more of that less of that. Well, and one thing for you guys, I, I I do understand that I'm on this side, right? You guys are you guys are in it. You're there. Everything's. Different. I like looking down on you. By the way, <laughs> I feel like I'm looking down on you. But and I also know I also know that you could do everything that I think is perfect, and even if it was perfect. Mm-hmm. There's a percentage of the people involved that are going to complain. Oh, there's always there's, there's be. going to be people who go, "This isn't good enough. This yeah. is not good enough. Mm-hmm. I need more. I need more. I need more." So I do understand that you guys are like really we're pushing a stone up a hill because they're just going to find something else you're not doing enough of. Mm-hmm. You didn't do enough. Well, that's just oh, it. well, you don't want testing, and we don't want homework, and we don't want this, and we don't want that, and we should get this. And it's like right. it's a lot of throwing the baby what, out with the bathwater. Yeah, too. yeah. It's like, just what like, do you want from us? Like, I know that it's, everything. Trash. I mean, it's a very thankless yeah. job. People yeah. treat teachers. Not that well, yeah. you know. I mean, that—that's what it is. I didn't treat my teachers well. It's a shock that I'm a teacher. Yeah, I didn't yeah. treat my teachers I was well. Not a good I would love to see some restorative justice for 
the crappy parents that now not for your schools. I'm sure every parent at the schools you guys work at is absolutely wonderful. Yes, I'm one of obviously, them. Obviously. Yeah. But <laughs> for parents that you might have to deal with directly in terms of teachers or counselors. Oh, yeah. oh, oh. You know, that's where where like there should be something that us as a community goes like, hey, when the parents wrong, yeah. they have to come in and do, you know what I mean? Right, they, hey, they, Saturday they, detention, you guys get in here. Yeah, well, yeah. You're I, yelling I, about nonsense. Or, well, yeah. the, the Saturday's out of hand because I, I sometimes, yeah. my wife and I sometimes proctor it because it's great. You sit oh, there for gosh. three hours. You just got to keep them in too, line. Right? You get, yeah, you get a good, decent pay for right. it. And you get to get, you finally get paid for grading. The grading it's I'd be doing at home yeah, for free. Yeah, it's hourly rate, right? It's, yeah, it's I hourly wonder rate. You yes, absolutely. But these kids roll in with no like sense of respect. Respect. Like I had a kid like yeah, with yeah, a yeah, Wawa yeah, oh Sizzly hanging out of his oh, thing. Oh yeah. I'm like, yo, you can't have that. You got to put that away. And he's like, yeah. what? I can't have my breakfast. I'm like, I'm sorry. Are you here for the student of the month breakfast yeah. or Saturday detention? Because yeah. like the gall of some of the kids sometimes. Oh yeah. The, the, oh yeah. There's beer in the back. Why don't you come on yeah, in? Yeah, yeah, put the sandwich down. down. Like, what are you it's doing? Just like it's, it's so I think a lot of us think about what we had to go through as kids, just yeah. like us as parents. Yeah. We think about the things that happened to us, and it's a different time. Right. And so you can't put on the sit. At, you're going to sit at that table till that plate is clean. Like the like, and that's the same way of the ISS in school now. Mm-hmm. So just as us as parents, and I think that's what changed for me as a teacher is when I became a parent to yeah. the, that was, that was interesting how I, I became more reflective. What's ISS in, mm-hmm. in school suspension oh, oh, okay. in the box. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I got you. The it, lingo. I don't think I still had them. You guys got all hip parents uh, versus you know, OSS. There, there are great parents out there. And, yes. um, yeah. and I mean, it's a couple of them right here. That's exactly right. That. And, and for the most part though, it's, you're f- not, you have school life and you have upholding these specific rules and these challenges for kids where that might be undone by parents because what they teach or what they believe in at home is very different than the school setting. So you have this half of the day is, or the day is with us and then they go home and everything's undone. And in the, in the counselor role, I see a lot of that Mm -hmm. and it's trying to, cause I have to have that relationship with the parent, with the student, with the teacher, with the principal, with everybody involved. So you have a lot of different opinions and you have a lot of different ways you can say something. So whether it's a whole group meeting with all of these people, if the parents show, um, or you're doing it virtually, which is a whole nother conversation of um, just where education has turned because of COVID. Um, but having those hard conversations with parents to say, you know, listen, I'm not trying to offend you or anything, but just understand that in school, this is working. And then trying to share that without tarnishing that relationship. Uh-huh. And how do you make, and you have to make them not wrong. You have to make everybody in the conversation not wrong. Yeah. Because that's what uh, happens. It becomes this, and and that's just good advice, like, like relationship advice, whatever. Yeah, like how yeah. do you have a, how do you have hard conversations and not make the other person wrong? Right. And that, and you feel like you're walking on eggshells. Yeah. And like anytime I write an email to a parent, the one thing I would change, like Neil, you asked earlier, I would change, I'm go, if I'm going back to teaching at the secondary level mm-hmm. next year, like I strongly dislike the grade grubbing for national honor society well i wanted a 90 oh, i have a 91.4 oh, oh, yeah. well th- that's what you earned right. like yeah, well you, you gave me i didn't before. give you, you anything this is what you earned it, yeah. but that, and i just have such a hard time with those conversations where parents are emailing me uh, like almost like just wanting me the, the the tone of the the message is 
Just give them like like it's a free yeah. bottle of hand sanitizer. Like, yeah, round, 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 yeah, just round. Yeah, yeah, here's just, yeah, yeah, just, oh, just you want a some sanitizer? number. Yeah. Is there any extra what credit? What if I was three point one five? Would it be the end of the world? <laughs> yeah, they remember. Well, maybe the Leaning the Tower of Pisa would have been straight. Yeah. I don't know, but like, there's just there's I have a beef with that. I so I have a hard time because I I know you see my attitude. You've said this like multiple times, so that means that this is something that really gets you. And you'll see it because the minute it's hit, minute anybody who's a future student to mind mm. listen to this like you'll see it you talk to me about your grade and you come at me with you wanted a, a 92 but you got a 91 then you know hey i'd have been like well that's a great job on that 91 mm. and part of it's like i get it because i remember being upset in college i i ended up with a 3.84 and if you had a 3.85 you got summa cum laude right. and i didn't get Damn. it yeah. and i thought it was the end of my world and you failed jay is what happens you <laughs> but that's yeah. what happens in parenting you know, whatever you your parents uh trope about like you know yell at you about is probably what they were doing and right. they're projecting of course oh my gosh parents are the, but you know but that's my pet peeve as i've always said because I, I remember the one time i got an email right before we recorded and i came in and i was so hot about yeah oh, you came in here hot. this email on a sunday yeah. That I shouldn't have read, which is what uh, as I said. I said, "Why are you reading that shit?" Now, what do you think? No, what's you get one more chance to change it all, or not change it all, but to change everything? Just throw it out. Homeschool? No, no, no. <laughs> Homeschool can work for kids. Don't get me wrong, but um, if I can change anything, I don't know. It's um, okay. it's, it's too many layers. There's, there, too, many, it, there's it, too much. There's a lot of things. Okay, and it's just weird that. We have taken the path, all of us, we've taken a specific path in this world and we landed where we are right now. And I couldn't, I, I, I couldn't say back in college, am I going to be a school counselor? Back then I would be like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't think I would be in education um, if I looked at myself in the mirror back then. Right. And now in present time, I love my job. I really do. But there are times clearly in this beautiful gray beard um, mm. where it's stressful. And a yeah, lot man. of it is those multi-layers of, of things that we encounter every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, but you just do it, you know? It's, it's, you're an actor, you're a salesman, you're a school nurse, like, or a nurse. You're, you're everything in, in the role that we are. Um, but to change everything, I mean, I would say if we can go back in time and get rid of this, the technology piece... Um, the standardized testing, I think, is, in my opinion, a waste of time. But, you know, being a realist, that's where the funding comes from. So, um, yeah. It's like one of those things when you – we're often taught, like, if you're going to present an issue, you have to present a solution. Don't bring me a dead cat without bringing me a shovel. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah, I, I had a boss used to say that. Yeah, dude, like, Don't yeah. bring me a dead cat without yeah. bringing me a shovel. Yeah. Dude. Well, yeah. Dude, this is a great episode, man. Appreciate got, you got deep, man. You got deep, man. Got deep, man. It was good. Yeah, great question. I'm always going deep, but are you guys ready for it? That's That's the other podcast we do. (laughs) Oh, that's what we're talking about. I wasn't talking about that. I will say it it was weird being in the seat, and I think, uh, one, I like the perspective. I like that I feel like I'm a little taller than you. Oh, okay. Uh, Two. For the audio listeners at home, they're actually on two giant desks, both Noah and Jay. (laughs) Yeah, they're down. How distracting it was to look at that board. 
Oh. Because it's like looking at a middle school notebook. Yeah. Oh. You know, because yeah, it's like exactly doodles. Right. There's a penis up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Right. Student, right. You know what Seventh I mean? Like, yeah. that's my, that's, yeah, that's mine that just got up there. So, Libertarian. but like, so it's like so distracting because oh, yeah, I would look go. up and I'd want to start laughing at that penis. I know. <laughs> and I'm like, and then I'm like, trying, he's like talking about restorative justice. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, no yeah, wonder you teach in classes. In that's the reason why. That's it. That's it. But I'm just like dying up here. I'm like, no, I wonder how I wanted to switch seats. Yeah. There's a better life over here. <laughs> well, good. Well, yeah, well, thanks. thank you so much. Yeah. All right. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for being on, yeah. brother. Thank you for listening to the dads for once. Give these daddies a break. And maybe follow, subscribe, like, and comment to the dads on Instagram and YouTube at Seriously Dad Pod. Rate and review Seriously Dad Podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, and everywhere you get your podcasts. Seriously, lad. How you doing? This is Neil Wood from the Cult of Us podcast. Speaking on behalf of Drop 10 Media Network, the network you're currently listening to. Make sure to check out all the other podcasts on the network. You can go to drop10.com to check them all out. Make sure to like, subscribe on everything that you see Drop 10 on. We appreciate it. Go to drop10.com now. This has been a Drop Tent Media Production.